Welcome back, everyone. This is Super Kelly Brothers Podcast, episode number 188 for the 27th of November, 2022. My name's Sloan Kelly. And my name is James Baker. And Jody's not here today. <laughs> He's away. He's out. He's done. Huh? He's at it. He said, he said, that's it. I'm leaving for this week only. But we'll be back with him on Tuesday. His coat's been on a sugarly pig for a wee while. It has been, I ever since that, ever since uh, Andor episode eleven performance that he put in, it's just it's, it's I not know. good. It's no good. Uh, <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if every, I wonder if everyone knows what your coat's been on a sugarly pig for. What it actually know. means? Yeah, that's a good question actually, because because uh, yeah. the vast majority of our, our uh, viewers are not from the UK. Uh huh. So there you go. Anyway, uh, anyway. Yeah, so uh, yeah, exactly. He's at a Genesis concert tonight. Well, not a Genesis concert because obviously they've they've broken up, disbanded, whatever. Because Phil Collins mm. is uh, not feeling well. Not, yeah, not feeling well. Um, it's like a Genesis tribute band. I think it's called the Invisible Touches or something. It's some weird like that. I'm not sure, but he'll tell us when he comes back on again. The Invisible but, Touch. That that that's an that's one of their album names, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't sound like it's aged well. That name, not really. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good album though. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but he will be back just to plug the show. He will be back <clears throat> for Andor episode twelve, which we mm -hmm. do party for, which is on Tuesday. So we'll see see mm -hmm. you guys uh, back here for Tuesday because uh, it's always good to always good to watch along uh, to, to Andor because oh my god what a great show uh, but we'll get to that when we get to the the what you're watching I guess um, but I think we'll start with uh, some some news do the news. Uh and we start off with. Uh, Start off with some sad news uh, today. Irene Cara, uh, famed singer and actress, dies aged 63 in, uh, she was in Florida. Uh, don't know what she died of, but um, I know. Sad, sad news. Sixty-three is no age. So, yep. She was, uh, she was in movies opposite uh, Clint Eastwood, Tatum O'Neill. Um, she obviously did, you know, What a Feeling and, and not the Lionel Richie one. The mm -hmm. flash dance one, yeah, um, and she also did um, the fame title track as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so she was. Uh, I remember the. I remember fame coming out, mm. coming out as a kid because it was a film as well as like a ended up being a TV show. Yeah, uh huh. I, th I think it was the first time I ever thought to myself, why would films become TV shows? Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, um, I know. Obviously, Star Trek had done it, but. I just mm. I, I remember watching Fame. They'd gone the other way. Was... You what? They'd gone the other way. They'd gone ah, that's TV right. uh -huh. to, to film. So, to, uh, yeah. Yep, yep. That's ah right. Sorry, I didn't know what I didn't know which came first. It was a film, yeah. then came. Uh, yeah, you know, it was filming in because um, it was like a, it was like an R-rated movie. It wasn't it wasn't a kids' movie. Dead edgy, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah. I do remember yeah. watching it and just thinking, oh, this seems a bit dangerous. All this dancing malarkey. That's right. I was probably about five or six when I was watching it, to be fair. You'll take somebody's eyes out with that. The, the, <laughs> yeah, I know. the thing I remember about it is the, the song Mr. Shirovsky. That's the that's that was the song I remember Shirovsky. I don't know why mm. I remember that, but I, I do remember that. I don't recall that. I don't recall yeah. that. He was a kind of nerdy pianist. I think he had a wee fancy for 
for the the female dancer actress one that was in it. I think it's her analog in right. in the movie. Um, whatever I can't remember what the actress or the character was called. Um, the the it, whole it, that, that whole that whole dance routine thing, you know, it's mm. it's very very iconic. The flash dance yeah. one. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been borrowed time and time again. Deadpool, classic example. Absolutely. Uh -huh. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That is a shame. That is a real, real shame. I mean, I'm not obviously, a, I'm not a fame aficionado, mm. um, but I did, uh, I, I did feel quite sad. And I'm just like, she can't be that. She can't be that old. And I'm guessing it's got to be nat natural causes no, or, or like some disease, I, you know, uh, something like that. I would have thought so, yeah. Yeah, it it's said, not uh, Carr's publicist to announce the death said she died at home in Florida, but the cause is currently unknown. Mm -hmm. So, uh, this is, poor this woman. Is, That's not yeah. always a shame. Always, always a shame. To, to uh -huh. So, uh, relatively young as well. Pass. Yeah, well, uh, she was an Oscar winner. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she probably won it for her. the best original. Yeah, best original song. Mm -hmm. Um. She won a Grammy for Best Female Pop Vocalist Performance as well as an Academy Award for Best Original uh -huh. Song. There you go, that's right. her with her statuette. Which there means which means unlike Will Smith, she's a member of the Academy. Uh, there you go. So <laughs> ring that bell. Uh, um anyway, so apparently she was working on some forthcoming projects, so clearly this is uh, a little bit out of the blue then, I guess. So sad news. Sad news. Sure. Um Moving along to slightly uh, more bewildering news, and and uh, most of our our, uh, our news is is around this topic. We wrapped the podcast, Jody and I, the last one that we did together, uh, number one eighty seven. We wrapped the podcast, and then about two three hours later, it was announced that Bob Chapek had been fired from Disney. Just gone. Just see ya. Bye. You're out. And replaced Off with screen. Bob Iger. Mm -hmm. uh, and my, my daughter sent me a meme and she said it's exactly like this and it was uh, Jodie Whittaker spoilers if you haven't seen Doctor Who, transforming into David Tennant which I thought was quite funny and apt as it, you know, it's the, the, you know, the old Doctor becomes the new Doctor mm -hmm. uh, kind of very similar um, but it looks like uh, he's he's the rumor is that he's going to sell the company to Apple. That's the rumor. I, I can't this see rumor, that. This rumor has been around for a very, very long time, uh, and and it's not going away anytime soon. Um, I mean, could Apple buy Disney? Probably. I think they've got enough cash on hand; they could probably buy it. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't seem. I get the impression, right? See, when you're going to sell a company, it means like, you know, when Fox eventually went to Disney, yes, yeah. Fox was struggling. Yeah, you know, they were struggling, so they needed that kind of cash injection, and it was just like, yeah. I kind of got it. I managed to get my head around it eventually, and now it just mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah, but Disney's not struggling. No, you know, maybe some things aren't performing and stuff like that, but just at that, I'm. I'm I would say I would say that's not going to happen, even though there's loads of rumors around it. But well, the, actually, the next story is Apple will not buy Disney, no matter how often it hears <laughs> that it will. 
which is also funny. Oh, I think okay. right. I think Disney's Disney's biggest problem in the last few years, and just to put it in context, Bob Chapek took over in January 2020. Three months later, the pandemic hit, and mm-hmm. so he had to deal with uh, productions getting shut down, um, the streaming service having to kick off like ramp up really quickly because that's basically was going to be their only income um, for a long time. Uh, they they had to shut the parks, which means no income from there either. They had to um, they had to get rid of a whole bunch of employees as well. They had to furlough them, like just a whole like a perfect storm of disaster happened on his watch. That's not to say that he didn't make mistakes because there are mistakes that he made, like the whole Black Widow, um, Scarlett Johansson thing, uh, the whole Florida. Thing, all of that stuff that was all on his watch as well like all these mistakes there the biggest thing is though i think is that he's nickel and diming people to get the profits back up again at disney and it's not sitting well with people and of course that's that's causing the dip in the share price is that people uh-huh. have just gone up well, i'm not going to disney because it's too expensive like they're not going right, to okay. parks because it's it's like 200 bucks to get in for a day i'm not paying 200 bucks to go in for a day it's a lot mm-hmm. of money. I mean, you got a family of five. That's a like grand. It's mm-hmm. a lot of that, money. And, that and don't is. forget that, that that an adult in Disney's eyes is nine years of age. So you're paying full price for a kid, basically. So, that right? I mean, you're not even yeah. joking, are you? No, <laughs> no. Nine wow. nine years old. That's you. You're an adult. You have to buy an adult ticket Crazy. to get into to Disney. And I mean, it's it's upwards of a hundred. Oh, that's the other thing as well. They used to have these uh, hard ticketed events mm-hmm. that basically you would you would go for the the day and then you'd have to pay a little bit extra and then you would go to the the one at night and it'd be like Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween or um, uh, what's the other one the, the Mickey's Christmas whatever it is I can't remember the Christmas ones I never went to the Christmas one um, but they were like another sixty bucks seventy bucks which mm-hmm. was two-thirds the price of a ticket, which you get two-thirds of a day. That makes sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, those tickets are like 150 160 bucks. So you're spending 300 bucks in a day now if you want to go for the full oh. day. That's insane. Like, who's I know that, that is. The people who would who would do it, it sounds like it's just holiday makers, because if you're a Floridian, you know, it's whereas yeah. you maybe before would have just been like, you know, let's go once a month. No, mm-hmm. or I like. All right, I've just been paid. Let's go. Let's go to Disneyland. You're yeah. probably not doing that anymore. No, not those. Not that no. prices. Those. I'd, I'm. I'm assuming. Um, you wouldn't know this better than me. That there's some kind of season ticket you can get. The the well, yes, there was. There was an annual pass that you could buy, but it's it's restricted now. But I think it's only for Floridians. Um. But you can only get it if you've already previously owned an annual pass. I think that's oh, cool. I think that's still the the the, uh, the rule that they have now as well. As wonder how much that, wonder how much that cost for Floridians. It's not that expensive. It's like five hundred, six hundred bucks a year. Um, for out of towners, though, it was like fourteen hundred. Even then, fourteen hundred quid, man. If it is a lot of money, I but. Like if you're a diehard Disney fan, you go in there for two weeks and you think to yourself, I'm gonna be in the park every single day, then uh-huh. that makes sense because you you're basically getting half price tickets. Uh, 
Fury figure. It will suit some. It will suit some people, but it, it is will a lot do, of money. Yeah, yeah. I know a it lot, lot of people. Money. I know a lot of people. I know yeah. some people around here that go to Disney. Uh, probably just as often as actually when we went to we went down to Orlando we didn't really do that much Disney Universal when we went down there we just kind of skirted around the periphery I mean we still had a great holiday um so we didn't but we didn't go into the parks because it was too mm-hmm. damned expensive to go into the parks um is that the reason you never went in yeah oh, interesting yeah interesting. it's just too expensive it's like mm-hmm. I mean you you spend you know you know because it's got surge pricing, so it's between like 150 bucks and 200 bucks a day um, for your ticket, and then they nickel and dime you every other step. There, you have to make a reservation as well. He brought in the reservation. I've system. heard about. I've heard about the reservation thing. It's like you can't just spontaneously go. Let's go to Disney, kids. It's like no, you have to book. You have to book the. You have to book in advance to go there. We had to do that as well, and we're like, well, let's hope this is a good day to go. Mm-hmm. Um. Because we did, we did go one day. We didn't. We went to uh, Epcot uh, when we were down mm. there. Because uh, we like Epcot, and we wanted to do the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's like it's a lot of money. That and the fact that that um, the other reason as well is uh, it's Disney Plus has been losing a billion and a half dollars. Uh, I think that's for the fiscal year. That's a lot of money to lose. Mm-hmm. A billion and a half. Uh, where, where's that gone? Uh, production costs and advertising, apparently. Is it? Yeah. So do, do they do their own? Like, if they're or like so, well, kind of forever. You know, are they? Mm-hmm. They'll distribute it. Who who advertises it? Who promotes it? Because obviously, you've got your 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 budget for making it. Then you've mm-hmm. got your budget for. Like distribution yeah. and, and and marketing, that's usually what the budget of the film is. Usually, as far as yeah. I can see. well, actually, I think the budget is in addition. So it, it's going to cost you. Like, let's say we're kind of for I don't know how much it costs to make, but let's say for it's two hundred million. It's probably uh, probably not two hundred million. It's probably more than that. But let's say it's two hundred million. You're probably going to spend half again on marketing. So uh, that movie is three hundred million. You're already three million three hundred million in the hole before you've got. A bum on a seat. So, what are do Disney do their own stuff? Because I don't know actually. That's a good I question. think they do. I think they do because at the beginning of every one of those films, mm-hmm. you don't see a different distribution company, and it's only now we're talking well, about well, it. Well, yeah, it's Buena Vista Distribution. They they distribute the Marvel. Any any Disney movie is now distributed by them because Star Wars used to be distributed by Twentieth Century Fox. It was made yep. by Lucasfilm, but it was distributed by 20th Century. Right. Um, but um, yeah, Disney does all their own distribution, but they still have to they still have to advertise, and they they advertise on, you know, NBC stations and Fox station. Well, yeah, Fox is still separate. Fox Fox News Network is still yeah is still uh, separate. Yeah. So they're going to be advertising Wakanda on there. So they've got to pay Fox for that that time slot. Yeah. Uh, so they still have to do that, and then there's you know billboards and and subway marketing and and all that kind of stuff, and then they get you know um, uh, what do you call it um, uh, like food tie-ins like with you know Red Alert Mountain Dew's got to have a Wakanda Forever purple berry flavor or something, so yep. they're gonna have to do that. That's the, they've got to pay Mountain Dew for that. Well, Pepsi in this case. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. To, to put out um, and get 
get people to 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 know about it. I mean, it has worked. I mean, it's one of the biggest movies what? of the year. What is it doing, by the way? Because I've only the last time I checked um, was last week. Was last Sunday. Last time I checked, and I'm sure it was our favorite not, website, not Box Office Mojo, not not far off half a billion uh, last Sunday. Worldwide, six hundred and seventy-five. So two thirds of a billion. Two uh, Yeah, that's after two weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's good going. Yeah, uh, that's good. Going. That'll be a that'll be a billion that'll be a billion dollar movie. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, let's do knives out for Jody because obviously he's going to want to know that. Uh, Glass Onion and knives out movie made thirteen. Thirteen million. That's only, good, that's, that's only going to be in the pictures for a couple of weeks, is it not? It is. Yeah. So it's got a two week run, <laughs> and it's only in six hundred and some odd theaters. So that's not actually too bad. Uh, when you consider Ooh. that Wakanda Forever, I think Wakanda Forever is in four thousand cinemas. Yeah, four thousand. And is that cinemas world? Uh, cinemas worldwide. E- it will be, if that figures worldwide. Uh, that may that may actually be. Yeah, it may be. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Not sure. Um, but yeah, Black Adam, which was five weeks before that, has mm. only made three hundred and seventy-eight. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I think they knew that though. I I, I think they're it's, not silly. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's uh, it had two things going against it. Number one, it was going to fight head-to-head at some point with Wakanda Forever, just the way they scheduled it. And number mm-hmm. two, DC still has that. I'm hoping this is going to it's gonna write itself with uh, with James Gunn coming on board. Um, yep. And I'm assuming we're going to be talking about the, the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special during this absolutely. podcast. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I'm hoping that it'll write the ship later on, but I think DC mm-hmm. still has that kind of nobody wants to go and see it. It's got a stigma attached to it. It does. It's got a stigma. Yeah. Attached, yeah, they never could quite catch up um, with the whole gelled Marvel cinematic universe. They never could, and they tried yeah. to. And uh, their their big mistake was the Justice League. That's why I think that's where it all went wrong. Where they were just like, right, we're going to do it back to front. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just going to stick every, everyone together in this movie and then we'll branch out from there, whereas they should have just built everyone up. But they were playing yeah. catch-up all the time and they've never recovered from it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, it's they've, they've always been in the back foot um, compared to, to the MCU. I, I mean, you look at the MCU and everything's coherent. I mean, I know it sucks, the fact that you now have to watch like 20 different properties to get the to get like the whole story. Um but that's the way it, it used to be. A... That is the way it used to be in in the in the comic books. Yeah, it used to be like um, sometimes, like back in the eighties when you're reading the books, it was just, uh, for instance, one of my favorite um, stories, Craven the Hunter. It was yeah. just four issues across four books, and you could click them dead easy. But then it ended up being there was uh, there was a summer event, like Secret Wars was a summer event. Mm-hmm. And they had other summer events, but then it ended up being you had to collect four or five issues from books that you wouldn't normally collect. And, yeah, you know, and, and this kind of storytelling, this storytelling, this nickel and dime, you know, they'll get you every step oh, of the way. Yeah, yeah. it's creep. It's, it, it's not creeping its way into the MCU. Mm-hmm. It's there. It's there. It's yeah, absolutely there. Yeah. You need to watch the TV show, and you know, for that fuller experience, you need to watch absolutely everything. Um, the um, um. 
the MCU's Quicksilver, Aaron Taylor Johnson, is going to be Craven Hunter. Yes. Uh, yeah, um, that's right. Because apparently they saw him in Bullet Train. They were like, oh, him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there you go. Is that is that how that went down now? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, mm. it, yeah, Bob's Bob's out, Bob's in. Uh-huh. And so apparently Bob's gonna be your uncle. Bob is Bob is Bob is dead, long live the Bob. Long live the Bob, yes. <laughs> long live the Bobby. Uh not to be confused with the minion of the same name. Yeah. Um so Bob's out. Uh not only is he out, he's also um this is a couple of places as well. Bob Iger uh, starts beginning to to do shake up, so cue the Layla reprise theme. Uh, first one to go was uh, Kasim Daniel, I think his name was. Yeah, Kasim Daniel, uh, who was in charge of some wing that Bob Chapek had created. Bob Iger's like, no, nah, get rid of it. So he's gone. And apparently he was like Bob Chapek's right man, man. Um, and so, yeah, he's out. And also uh, Arthur Bochner. Who was Bob Chapek's other right hand man? Out. So he's mm-hmm. cleaning up shop. Um, mm-hmm. And he says that it's all about, it's going to be all about the uh, all about the creators and not about the profit and loss sheets, which is remarkably different to Bob Chapek's. When he comes I think, I think if with that attitude, that's just getting back to basics and getting the fundamentals right. Yeah, because it if is. you get the fundamentals right, everything else will follow. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it, and that's what I was, <laughs> I was saying to uh, offline last week to, to Jody as well. It's like Bob gets it. It's like if you if you make compelling stories, people will come and see those compelling stories, and then your profit and loss balance sheets and all that kind of stuff will just work themselves out. They'll just take them care of, take care of themselves. Take care of themselves. Yeah, you need to get the you need to get good stories in there, and or mm-hmm. um, and people will come and see it. Although in Andor's case, it took a while, but I I, mm-hmm. I blame that on other things that were happening. On uh, dragon programs, yes, on dragon programs, they shouldn't have released them with the mm-hmm. dragon programs on. But that's beside the point. Um, where was the other one I had here? Yes, uh, this is an interesting rumor. This is another rumor. Mm. Uh, Bob Iger's back, and it, uh, the rumor is that Kathleen Kennedy is eight. Uh, at Lucasfilm, um, which hmm. sort of makes a little bit of sense if you are in the camp of Filoni and Favreau have got this. Let's just leave it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't want. No, I wouldn't, wouldn't. I wouldn't want those guys being. It feels like if they became, if they stood in the shoes of of Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Then they might not be able to do what they're currently doing. Yeah, you know. But but also they didn't have anything to do with Andor, mm. which, it in many ways, mm-hmm. I it does not have their touch telling. for sure. Mm. Yeah, um, I mean, there's been many high points, including Rogue One, The Mandalorian, what? and its latest series Andor. Two of those are from Tony Gilroy. Mm-hmm. Huh. What do you mean when you say that's quite telling? I just think it's it's 
it it's Kathleen Kennedy, I think, is no dummy when it comes to these things. I don't think I don't think she's I don't think she's very creative. I think mm -hmm. she's she's a producer of producers. I think she's a producer's producer. Uh, but she can listen to a pitch, she gets it, and then she's like, okay, that sounds like a that sounds like an idea that I can get behind. And she lets it like green lights it. I think she's very good mm -hmm. at that. She should be kept as far away from creativity as possible, um, mm -hmm. but I think as as a as a person who says year and eight to things, I think she's good at that. Um, I know a lot of people complain about her. Critical drinkers, one of them, uh, and says that she's too uh, gone down the woke route and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't agree with that. Uh, I think that the the stories that are coming out are universal. They're not for one particular group or another. Um so yeah, I think it's I, I think it's interesting that, that that when people talk about this, they talk about these these factions that are coming up in here, which is the sort of the four Filoni Favreau faction <coughs> and the four Kennedy faction. But at the same time the two stories they mentioned there, Rogue One and Andor are both from uh, Tony Gilroy, not from Favreau and Filoni. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, just thought it was interesting the fact Ooh. that this article brings out Rogue One and Andor. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I didn't have an, I didn't, I didn't have any major issues with um, Kathleen being in charge. No, not really. I, I was quite happy with. Been around for years. Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't have any issues with her doing that, and it seemed like the, you know, the, Filoni Favreau, Kennedy relationship seemed to be all right. Yeah. And Gil Gilroy's obviously doing the Lord's work, in his department. You know, from what you say, that's um. I didn't. I didn't give that much thought actually. That kind of. I missed that. I missed the whole. They had nothing to do with, Andor. Yeah, but now it makes sense. Now you said it because it actually, you know, the, I, I don't know what they would have been. There would have just been so much more, uh, I don't know, references to everything. Whether so. there aren't that many references to everything in Andor, you know. Yeah, R five D four would have definitely been in uh, Andor. <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah, that's it. That have been droids, you'd have recognized ships, you'd have recognized planets, you'd have recognized. Oh, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and and I'm sure that, that um, what's his face, Luthan would have been floating around in a Naboo fighter and stuff like that. Like, because totally, uh -huh. that, that's kind of Filoni's era, is, is the sort of Clone Wars type Star Wars mm -hmm. shtick. Yeah. So, yeah, he'd have been 100% in, yeah. in, in about that. Um, hmm. I wonder. So, I wonder who would. I wonder uh, who will fill her boots if that is the case. And I'm not sure how. But I feel. I'm not sure how I feel about the whole thing. Just now, I need to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it, it says here that um, the Bob Iger's recent return as CEO uh, would help entrench Kennedy even more, uh, and would stay as Lucasfilm president until her contract runs out in 2025. Uh, I believe that Chapek signed another two years on his contract, and he was ousted. Aye. So, 
I mean, signing a contract doesn't mean anything. You can buy people out of contracts. So, uh, but I, I mean, I, I hope she sticks around. I don't, I don't think she's she's steered Star Wars wrong. Um, nope. I mean, you could, I could argue that the 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 trilogy movies were not as on par as as uh, as the originals, um, mm-hmm. and 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 I think people would agree with some of my comments about those movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the the television, maybe maybe that's where Star Wars belongs is on television. Maybe that's mm. maybe maybe the movies are are over for Star Wars and and we just I don't, get I don't think so. TV shows. No, it belongs in the pictures. I think it does. Think? We we can have I I think we can have these TV shows, but it does belong with that shared experience in the pictures. I think because here's a thing, you know, like out of all the TV shows you've you've watched. Like, I don't use any TV show lingo in my everyday, you know, my everyday chat. Mm-hmm. But I will, I will on a regular, very, very regular basis, quote, um, like Star Wars, mm. you know, uh, the, the actual movies, yeah. you know, on a, on a regular basis. You know, I mean, you stub your toe, the... you go, hey, wanna wanga. <laughs> yeah. Yes, oh, I like that. But I don't. Uh, I barely know any thank quotes from, from well, thank Farrick is one thing I that's probably can I'll I can either bring you in hot or bring you in cold. I'll yeah. give you that one. <laughs> well, do you know what? Now we're on the subject. Maybe there are a couple of phrases. <laughs> I knew all I'm, break but I do <laughs> I know all I'm saying is uh I do think it belongs in the pitch. it does belong in the pictures and I want it to be there and be good. And be th- great, so we can have these shared experiences. I think the big spectacular boss fight type battles deserve mm-hmm. to be in the pictures. I, I mean, we basically with with Andor, we got six Andor movies. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure people would have sat through six Andor movies. That's the thing, because mm-hmm. without the, no, I would agree. You stuff and. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that we didn't have the pew pew stuff, and I'm glad that we got Luthen screaming at some guy on a gantry. Yeah. That was much more entertaining to, to yeah. me, anyway. And that's kind of what I wanted was that kind of uh, spycraft type uh, show. Mm-hmm. And and I'm mm-hmm. glad that that happened as well. Um, but we did also get Rogue One, which did have pew pew battles and Darth Vader and all that kind of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So. We, we we've kind of got both now. Yes, but I think I do think I think what I'm saying is we need both. You can't. I just I, yeah. I want to go and see it, and and I don't. I'm not sure I want the Taika Waititi trilogy anymore. I think I did want it, but I don't think I do want it anymore. I think I I think I wanted it more, and then I saw Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. and then I was like, maybe not. Maybe maybe uh-huh. everything doesn't have to be a joke. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's always been humor in Star Wars, uh, but it's always been a wee bit more subtle than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, the humor, like the goat thing, was as funny as it was. Uh, I don't know if that would translate to a Star Wars movie. <laughs> I, um, I felt like. Um, Ragnarok, it had definitely peaked at that point, and we're like, yeah. oh, give us some more, and then it was just like, 
it definitely came off. It's, it was on the, it's not on the way down. That's really been harsh on Love and Thunder. Yeah. But I'm like, right, I've seen Love and Thunder. Never had enough of this. Yeah. I, I know. Still, I, I was watching an interview with uh, Quentin Tarantino, and he was saying that the 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 best the best people are the writer directors because they know the material and they do this that and the next thing. And I'm like, absolutely. I I agree with you. But <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes uh, it doesn't go quite as well. I'm looking at you, Ryan Johnson, and I'm looking at you, Tiger Waititi. Sometimes it goes too far. Like Jojo Rabbit, brilliant, really good. Mm-hmm. Kraken. Uh, Love and Thunder. It was okay. Mm-hmm. It felt a bit more improvised than than I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can tell there's a, there's a stench of improv in some of these scenes and um same as same as uh, paul feige's um, um ghostbusters ghostbusters yeah it's the same thing as that it's, there's too much improv which i quite liked but let's not go there yeah. i can we'll, i can we'll take up, it we'll end up fighting as well <laughs> we'll end up fighting again yeah. uh last story is apparently they're going to de-age indiana jones oh this i did not know uh so it's a little spooky i don't even i don't think i even want to know how it works but it works ford said of seeing himself de-aged for the first time i think somebody showed i i, I was trying to find a, a clip of it. we can find it uh so this one there's one where he's going through two cars between two cars and it looks like it's a brand new scene uh i've never seen it before but he looked really young anyway there's there's no clips on it here which is a bit poo-poo, but never mind. Uh, the Through a new software by Industrial Light and Magic, matches archive footage with younger Ford, the newly shot thing. This is this uh, tech that they got from that guy that said, I could do better than that, and he showed them it, and they hired him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now they're going to use use it for Indy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Quite nice. Mm-hmm. Um, When's that released? Uh-huh. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, I think it is. Uh, to, oh yeah, there it is. There, Whip, whips into theaters. My God, uh, June thirtieth, twenty twenty-three. So not long now, half a year. Uh, so because we, we were in uh, a wee bit of it was filmed in Glasgow. That's right. Yeah, um, it just seemed yeah. to be that, that that the summer of one of the COVID summers. It was just the Flashpoint was filmed there. Indiana Jones was filmed there. The Batman um, was filmed in the, the Batman. Metropolis. That's it, uh, okay. Bat Batgirl, uh, that was filmed there, but That's we'll never see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we'll. I think we will see it at some point. I I hope it gets leaked. Yeah. The problem is that you can't release it now because it's a tax write-off. So if you do release mm-hmm. it, it's it's uh, fraud or something. I would have thought. Someone will. Someone yeah. will do that. I'm sure we'll see some something. Uh, John Reese Davis is back as Salah, which is good. Uh-huh. Uh, right. Boyd Holbrook's in it. Um, Toby Jones, Antonio Bandaras, uh, Mads mm-hmm. Mickelson, and Phoebe Wallerbridge is in it as well. Yep. Sounds good. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll it'll do some kind of a trade. I, I don't know who's, like... I mean, I'm going to go and see it, because it's an Indiana Jones movie, and I'm a sucker for these things. Uh, 
but I mean, how many people under the age of 40 are going to go and see this? I think it will just be a phenomenon. I think it yeah. will. I think somehow it's just, um, is Mangold directing it? Uh, yeah. Um, was he done before? He has done, what was, what was, uh, he done Logan. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Old Man Logan? Yeah, Old Man Logan, oh yeah. Oh, he did Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, he's done a few things. Uh, oh, he did the Wolverine as well. Good for him. Yeah, he can he can handle a he can oh, handle Copland. That's a great movie, that. Oh, I didn't I forgot he done that. Yeah. That's a good movie. Uh, that's um yeah. uh, I quite like Slice Tone. Like James Mangold. Yeah. He had a, he was deaf, a deaf cop, wasn't he? Yeah, um yeah, Rayleigh Otter, Harvey Kite the late Rayleigh Otter, um Robert De Niro, Harvey Keitel, Celeste Stallone. Jean Garofalo, Robert Patrick's in it as well. Good God. Oh, Cast wow. of thousands in, in that um, <laughs> cop land. I do recall that being an actually particularly good film. Yeah, he was a, he was the cop of the town where all the cops live that go, that are New York cops, but it's in Jersey. Yeah. So, yeah. I do recall Very thinking good. that was Stallone's first credible movie for a while. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's a bad actor. I'm not saying that at all, but I just thought, that was a good move for him. 25 years ago. Oh, oh my gosh. That feels, if you said that was 10 years ago, I'd be like, Bobinette, 10 years ago. 25 years ago. A quarter of a century. <laughs> R.I.P. Ray Liotta. That's unbelievable. I know, I know. Crazy. Anyhow. Um, shall, we, uh, shall we crack on with uh, mm-hmm. the next segment? Oh, what are you? What are you watching? What are you watching? What did I watch this week? Um, I definitely watched the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Should we talk about holiday it? Holiday special. <laughs> ah, let's talk about it. <laughs> and I'll be honest. I'll be honest, Sloan. I was in no rush to see it. Yeah. And when I watched it, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it's it was absolutely a... brilliant. <laughs> So good. It's great. It's it's a it's a ripoff of every other dumb holiday special that's mm. ever been. Where it's like you know some guest star comes on and and does things. It felt it felt like it was nodding quite heavily towards the the uh, the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> yes, but it's, uh-huh. it's like eh? <laughs> uh, loved it. Thought it was great. So we sat and watched it like last night. It's so hard to get something for all four of us to watch. Yeah. And we can, well. I've got something for you if you're not watching it. Wednesday. You should watch that. Oh, I I think we will. I think we will. That actually looks pretty good. Um, So we sat and watched it last night. And um, the first like five minutes, obviously, it's got that kind of goofy, but also amazing animation. That it mm-hmm. kind of kicks off with, yes. And I was like, right, we're finally all in the room. We're a wee bit Christmassy, so hopefully the Christmas thing. Despite if you don't like this, or maybe you're not into it, or you don't want to watch something like, like hopefully the Christmas thing will bring us all together. And then the animation thing come on, and Jillian's like, oh, is it is it a cartoon all the way through? I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> but please, you don't understand what this animation is or what it yeah. means. And then 
it kind of got into the story and then she understood what it stood for. Yeah. But the animation was perfect. Absolutely the, spot on. The animation was was when the animation that when Peter was a kid, that's what the animation style he would have watched. That rotoscope. But you know what? That is uh, yeah, that is so true. Yeah. And I never picked up on that, but I knew it was a special type. Yeah. It was uh, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I was like I was at the start of it, I was like, is that that's like the movie Heavy Metal? Uh, you know uh-huh. the the the, uh, the same kind of style. And I was like, huh, that's cool. And then I realized it was a flashback. I'm like, okay, it's a flashback. Um, but it I was, was about, like heavy I was, metal. What's that? It it was exactly yeah, like it was heavy exactly metal. heavy metal. Yeah. Um, but I was sitting watching it with my wife, and and I'm like, oh no, she's not gonna like it. <laughs> she never said anything, and then it obviously flipped over and became um, uh, it became not, a thing not animated yeah. uh, I, I loved it, I thought it was really good it was the, 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 the Mantis story was really nice as well, it was a nice touch and, Mantis um, and Drax Mantis are and Drax. amazing <laughs> where's that like, TV show? But yeah, fish out of water type mm-hmm. uh, thing as well, Kevin Bacon was really good in it as well, I loved the, was, uh, the guitarist yeah. with the, the weird that thing that he was doing <laughs> no, uh, yeah. uh, that was really cool um, yeah, I, I just thought it was it was funny from from start to, to finish. It was really good. And how how much how much money did they save on? Let's just film it in you know 2022 on planet Earth. Yeah, fun enough. We don't have to adjust many things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's save an absolute fortune doing that. Yeah, uh, it was really funny as well when we went outside the uh, the Chinese theater as well. <laughs> we bumped <it> Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Was yeah. that a GoBot? Was that a GoBot? It was a GoBot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <so laughs> Which is funny because that's a GoBot. <laughs> it's a ripoff of uh, Transformers. I know. Uh, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it's not. I don't know if it's an instant classic, but I think it was uh, one of these ones that you could watch next year. And you saw. I, I, I tell you what, it's made it. me do is, is it's made me want to order. The um, the Disney Gardens of the Galaxy holiday special advent calendar Lego oh, advent right. calendar. Yeah, Lego one. There's a Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy one. Uh uh-huh. yeah. There's one specifically for that that show. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think I'm going to order a couple mm-hmm. of those. Hmm. So didn't know that. Uh-huh. Now I'm going to have to see. Again. Listen, so don't order it now. Just wait till the show finishes. And, yeah. So. yeah. So, I it was great, great, great fun, and I wasn't in a rush to see it, and I would have what, and I watched it last night under a wee bit of duress. I was just like, oh, let's just watch a movie, yeah. And Faith put it on, and we were all just loving it. That's good. Dead Christmassy, the music yeah. was good, and it was just great. Well, it starts off with Fairy Tale in New York as well. It starts and ends with it Fairy does. Tale in New York, which is uh, <clears throat> I don't know if it's a big big song in the the states, but it's huge in the UK. Fairy Tale. In New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is also well very, done, very Marvel. Christmassy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it sure is. Yeah, Heidi's sitting. You know, they, they say the f word. <laughs> and Heidi's sitting here. She's uh-huh. like, they can't say that, Dad. Because <laughs> when that comes on, she's like, they can't say that. I'm like, for some reason, this song always gets a pass, and I will stand by that. Yeah, I true. will give this song yeah. that pass. It gets it. No, it <laughs> can't. Well, guess what? It does. 
<laughs> well, they didn't play that bit anyway. So. They didn't. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but if, if they did, it gets a pass. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was really good. It was. It was. Nice. It was nice to. It was nice to have a bit of fun. Um, over, over the Guardians of the Galaxy, and nice to see the Guardians of the Galaxy back as well. Because the, the last time we saw them was was in Love and Thunder, and they were in it for like two seconds. It was a good two seconds. Don't get me wrong. It was mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that was that was good. So they've they've taken over nowhere in the. Oh uh, yeah, universe. yes, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and I think that's where it was. That's where the Guardians of the Galaxy were like based in the comic books as well. Was nowhere. So don't know because before yeah. before I never read it. Never read it at all. It was a thing that completely unknown to me. So yeah, I don't know. But what what to say was when the first time I seen Groot, I was like, is that a guy in a suit? It looked like a guy in a suit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought it was a guy I'm in a like, suit. That's a guy in a suit. Yeah. Like, they're filming in Axel just like outside like the, the Chinese theatre and yeah. put a guy in a suit. And then it's obviously not but a guy in a suit. But it's not Groot though. It's another Groot. Because Groot oh, died. Great. And it's just a sapling from his it's an offshoot from his plant, so it's not really him. Don't say that. It's Groot. <laughs> Don't say it's Groot. Okay. It is. Put your bill away. Oh, sorry, I thought you were going to touch your bill there. It's Groot. Don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was All this good. time. Mm. All right. So, well I loved done. the bit Fair as well. <laughs> Bacon said, Oh my God, a talking raccoon. Rocket goes, I'll kill you. <laughs> I know. I tell you what, they get they gave oh, they give it tight to a few like the act like if you're an actor, you got it tight. I know. They didn't <laughs> like actors. No. So, oh, did you recognize uh, the um the voice of the, the dog as well? The the um the Russian dog? No, nah, no. Nah. Cosmo. Uh, she was yeah, Cosmo the dog. Uh she was um Borat's daughter in Borat too. All oh, right, okay. No, yeah. no, wouldn't have got that at all. No, I, I didn't get it. I was no. I was reading the credits. I'm like, who the hell is that? Like, oh, right, okay, oh, that makes sense. Uh, uh, so just... yeah, so we watched that last night. What else did we watch? There's um, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here is on constantly, mm-hmm. and I fundamentally don't have an issue with it. If it was on once a week, like yeah. I don't know, Britain's Got Talent or Gogglebox. Uh-huh. I'm obviously talking about very very British shows just now. But sometimes they're unavoidable in this house, and it's not that it's definitely not my go to. I don't want to watch it, but my love of something that all four of us can watch will make me watch something that I don't, I wouldn't normally watch. So, I'm a celebrity, sorry, yeah, I'm a celebrity is on quite a lot in this house. It's the finals on right now, and I just, you know, I'm just like, I I can't watch it. The thing that annoys me about it is it's on for 30 nights straight. Is so it? It's just like, well, uh, yeah, it's just 30 nights. So, and that's what annoys me. So, you want to know what I've been watching? I, I've, it's very hard to avoid. So, I've been watching a bit of that. I've watched, I watched John Oliver. I, mean, I don't talk about John Oliver yeah. a, a lot, but I, I, watch, I watch John yeah. Oliver all the time. I look forward to a Monday night. Yeah. That's the season finished. I watch the season yeah. finale of John Oliver. I watch Frankie Boyle's New World Order. There's a lot of clowns. I, that's how you see the clown bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I watched uh, Frankie Boyle's New World Order, uh-huh. which is absolutely hilarious. Okay, you get you get it on BBC iPlayer, right? I don't yeah, you watch I it. No, get it through the, uh, no, I don't. No, 
No, I, I don't really very... watch that much UK TV shows at all these days. Uh, yeah, it, that's very very funny. So it's uh, it's it's more of like a it's a twisted version of John Oliver if he, did, if he didn't okay. think his TV show was twisted enough. And then I think the only other thing we watched was the Chris Hemsworth documentary on National Geographic oh. on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, we watched a few of those episodes. And everything take everything like the first one was about fear and how you can overcome fear and how mm-hmm. it can help you uh, de-stress certain circum uh, certain situations. Okay. Um, and there was one, there was one that we were watching that he fasted for four days. He was talking about the benefits of fasting. So um, yeah, that's what we, that's that's the state of the TV uh, in our home. Actually, uh, that reminds me of another story I forgot about to mention it was uh he found out in that show mm-hmm. about his alzheimer's thing mm-hmm. he's he's susceptible yep. to alzheimer's apparently mm-hmm. um and that came out from from the show so i mean if you're obviously a multi-million dollar celebrity and you can get on these things then you can find out these things faster than anyone else but yeah bit of a bit of a shocker so he's he's taking he's gonna be taking some time out he's in i can't remember what he's in yes He's in something else just now that he's still filming, but as soon as he films that, that's him. He's out for a couple of years. Is it, so. the, is it the Netflix movie? You remember he's on a Netflix movie a oh, couple of years ago when it was it was yes. super actiony. Yeah, it was just it was action, action, action. Um it's like it began with X <coughs> EX. Extraction or something like Extraction, that. that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I think he's doing that, and he's doing something else as well. But after that, that's mm-hmm. him. He's he's out for for the next couple of years because okay. he's got to he, he has to like it's a whole nutrition exercise type thing, and he's got to like basically mm-hmm. concentrate on it. So yeah. interesting, a really really interesting show, by the way, and mm-hmm. I would really thoroughly recommend it for. Oh, I'm, I'm going to get to some, yeah. There's something in it for everyone, mm-hmm. and one of them one of them was overcoming fear. One of them was overcoming. Um, like he dives into the Arctic Ocean and has to swim a certain amount of time, but he builds up to it, and mm-hmm. uh, so that's overcoming like discomfort. There's one of them that's overcoming hunger. Mm-hmm. So all these things that will help you be a better human being. Wow. It's a, and he's an actually really really nice guy. He comes across as a nice guy though. <laughs> I and uh, the the documentary makes him makes him. It doesn't make him out to be vulnerable. He is quite vulnerable. Mm. Okay. No, it's he's he's, he's uh, not the confident guy that you think he is, and I think mm-hmm. that's a good trait about. Him. That, was the, that was the same as uh, remember Zach Efron did a, a show on Netflix. Mm, no, no, I don't think I remember that. No. Uh, he went to the all these weird places. He went to see a cult in in Costa Rica, which was bizarre. Um, but he came across as being this nice, genuine guy. Like not oh. a, not an asshole Hollywood guy, but just a mm. nice nice fellow. All right, okay. No, I didn't see that. No, so. But I'd recommend that's that's it. I'd recommend the Chris uh, Chris Hemsworth documentary. Mm. Absolutely, okay. I think it's six episodes. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. So, what about yourself? Uh, well, we watched Andor. <laughs> well, I watched that as well, but I, was yeah. wanting, I just kind of left that to you to see. Um, <sighs> Which was absolutely the whole thing with the, the the walk down Ferrex Road and the realization that wait a minute I recognize that funeral march, <laughs> it being mm-hmm. the theme song for Andor. Um, 
just brilliant. Just what a great way to end it. The only thing I was a bit kind of eh, about was the whole Deidre Cyril thing. Um, where they She's beat brilliant. each other in the closet. I was a bit, uh-huh. uh, I don't know if we need to go down that route, but we'll see what happens. I love she the is end. A gr- She's a great baddie. She way. is a fantastic baddie. And that's why I kind of, that's why I kind of don't want her to have a relationship is because mm-hmm. I want her to be a baddie. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to see her like, it's the same as I don't, I don't want to see Yippee and let's do a barrel roll. That always works. Like, I, I don't want to see that. I just want to see evil. And then I don't, I don't, I don't like the person and therefore it makes it even it makes it believable that they're evil um so yeah i was kind of hoping for that but it kind of chipped away at that a little bit i think towards the mm-hmm. end i think it was a i think it was a, a misstep in an otherwise perfect thing but then again there's always one mistake in a persian rug because only allah can be perfect so um I watched the peripheral i watched two episodes of the peripheral back to back because I hadn't watched it last week because I kind of fell out with it, and I'm like, ah, I really can't be arsed with this. Um, but I watched the two episodes this week, and I was like, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the although they've got this comic book police inspector in it, and she's kind of <sighs> quirky beyond the extreme. Like she's got like this like outfit where it's like half half one type of plaid and half another type of plaid but it's mm-hmm. like a kind of you know that that uh coat the the cape thing that the um uh sherlock holmes used to wear it's like mm-hmm. a kind of half cloak thing. i don't know it just it's all <clears throat> weird and it's the other it's it's like it's like she's trying to be doctor who mm. it's a bit weird but i, I i've heard, it, I've heard really good, good things about it it's it's That's actually a good show yeah 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 and it's free on amazon as well so there's no excuses for not watching it. Um, <laughs> I watched Ancient Apocalypse, which uh, how, do you, how do I pitch this story? It's I about know, this. I don't know what that is. It's so it's on it's on Netflix, and it's this uh, British historian guy. He's been on like Joe Rogan show and things like that. And his his shtick is uh, see all these ancient pyramids and everything. They were built by humans. <laughs> that's his that's his shtick. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Not aliens. Not aliens. Unremarkable. Exactly. But that's the thing he's trying to point out the fact that we're brilliant at this stuff. It's just we've forgotten how to make this stuff. We used to know how can we figure out how to make this stuff? And and it's brilliant. It's fantastic. And it's basically it's, it goes to all these places like Chichen Itza and, and and like all these these crazy places where there's like pyramids and things. And he sees and it's not just it's it's the fact that there's like a little pyramid and then they build a bigger mm. pyramid on top of that. And then they build a bigger pyramid on top of that. And then they build an even bigger pyramid on top of that. It's not like they started off with this massive big pyramid. It's like they had a starter for ten type thing and it, they built on mm. it from there. So it's like. It's all this. These things can be explained, and it doesn't have to be aliens. And and it's hilarious because I'm I'm sitting watching it with my wife, who she thinks that everything's aliens. Yeah, <laughs> and like, and what's it, what's it called? It down by water. It's called Ancient Apocalypse. Yeah. Okay. He's he's tying. He's trying to. Uh, I've got to the point now. I've not watched it all, but because it, it, it dumped all the episodes, 
he's tying it back to Atlantis and how there was this lost city civilization of Atlantis and they were the clever ones. And he said that uh, you tell people that now, you tell like historians that just now and, and archaeologists and everything like that, and he said, and they don't believe you because they don't believe that hunter-gatherers could live with another uh, another more advanced humans. He said, but you walk around the house with your iPhones and iPads and there's hunter-gatherers that have never seen any of our technology. They don't use electricity. They don't know the cars exist. And he said, they exist, they, they exist in the same planet as you do. So how can you not have an ancient civilization that is better than the hunter-gatherers of the day? And I'm like, that makes sense. I get that. That's 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 much more sense than aliens. So anyway, I'm I'm loving it. It's a great show. Um, it just it, it it's kind of nice the fact that some guy out there is going like, it's not aliens. We're clever. That's that's who made it. So yep. Um, yeah, I like so that. Quite nice. Yeah. Um, we watched uh, Wednesday as well. We've been watching that as a family, as a family mm, unit. Need that's to watch. That's a good show. Thing. Um, it's it's really good. <laughs> all episodes uh, dropped. All episodes dropped. Yeah. Uh, the How many first, episodes? Uh, I think there's eight. Eight episodes. Eight. We're at we're at seven just now. Um, Who's involved in it? Is? Tim Burton. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's an absolute definite. That's a must. Then I, I think he directed uh, the first five episodes. Oh, okay. All right. And um, I don't know. I'm gonna take a wild guess. Is Danny Elfman done the music? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how did you know things in it as well bless. I'm bathing in all that Wednesday <laughs> oh it sounds great the girl that does Wednesday she's fantastic uh, the original the original Wednesday I guess you can call it that Christina Ritchie she's in it as well um, it's great so oh and Captain Phasma's way. in it oh is that right I've never actually seen her face yeah there you go she was, she was in Game of Thrones uh, she's very tall. She's like six right. foot uh -huh. yeah. three of them. Oh, yeah. Um, she's in it as well. A bit of a rubbish character in Star Wars. She's good in this, though. She plays the headmistress. Right. Yeah. Right. Good. Um, good. All right. That's a that's a definite. That is a definite. I think we will all get behind that. Yeah. Yeah. Something for everyone. It. It's really good. Um, what uh, what rating did they give it? What is it? A uh, twelve, fifteen? What is it? What's the script? Uh, I don't know actually. Um, if you were gonna, if you were gonna rate it on, PG, I bet you it'd be a twelve. Yeah, maybe a twelve. Twelve for, um, for a wee. It's a wee bit kind of gory. Um, it get eight point five on IMDb. I got what? Eight point five. Mm. So Aye. that's not bad. That's a that is a, that's going to be a must for us. Yeah, I've heard I've heard a few people talk about it now. Yeah. Um. Monday night we watched uh, Riddick because <laughs> anime's like why we haven't seen Riddick in a while. Let's watch that. And I'm like okay, so we watched Riddick. What? Uh, that's something that's said in people's houses these days. Yeah. <laughs> Over said, said house. <laughs> <laughs> We've not watched Riddick in a while. We should watch Riddick again. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We we we've got a, a a like for Vin Diesel movies. I don't know why. I mean, I like Fast and Furious movies, and anybody likes Riddick movies, so we just kind of stick in there. And Triple X as well. Wow. 
I know we're a, we're a we're a Vin Diesel family. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So yeah, we watched uh, watched that. Uh, we also watched uh, Everything Everywhere at Once. What Everything Everywhere at Once with yeah, Michelle Yeoh? With Michelle Yeoh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was okay. I heard great things about it, and I just cannot bring myself to finish watching it. Everybody said this is what Multiverse of Madness should have been. I know. No. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Multiverse of Madness no. is fine by itself. Multiverse of Madness. Uh, didn't like in the first watching. Loved it in the second watching. Uh, this is no Multiverse of Madness. I'm just saying. Uh, this is. <sighs> I get what they're I need doing. To go back and watch it. I get what they're doing. They have this thing where it's like it's the multi generational Chinese immigrant not understanding what the next generation is up to. A, a mother trying to reach out to a father, a daughter trying to reach out to a mother. I get it. Did we need a movie about weird things where Janet, uh, what's her name, um, Jamie Lee Curtis comes at her with a stapler? Probably not. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I I was not impressed with it at all. <laughs> I watched the whole thing and, I, and I, all through it, Anne-Marie's she was like, all right, I'm going to the computer. I'm going to edit my book. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like 20 minutes into it, she goes, I'm not feeling this. <laughs> I was at the laptop, got opened. And I, I persevered. It's two and a bit hours. And God knows, I mean, they could have cut at least 45 minutes out of it. There's a lot of underground hype about that film. Lots of it saying it's yeah. absolutely phenomenal. And I didn't feel it. No, I didn't feel it at all. I didn't feel it. I'd say, so have you, have you started to watch it then? I watched it. I started to watch it a while ago. I, yeah. uh, I just haven't finished. And then you get halfway Sorry, through, I'm, and you're like, I, I just want to interrupt you just for a second. Uh -huh. I, um, I forgot to tell you a film I started watching and I couldn't complete, uh -huh. regrettably, and I probably will complete it tonight. Is the Northman? The Northman. Yeah. Oh, is that the one you um, talking about? Alexander Skarsgård. It's like the most expensive Viking film ever made and it's an absolute phenomenon okay. i could not get to the pictures to see it okay but it is a beast of a movie is it good oh yeah, yeah and i've not I've, he is i and you want he's unrecognizable i didn't realize he was in it and then i think it was his third scene and i was like that's bloody willem dafoe can i believe it it is an Absolute tour de force. Huh. So this is a Skarsgård of the Skarsgårds? Yes, he is a Skarsgård. Right. So I just want sorry, sorry to hijack your your bit of what you've been watching. No, <coughs> but yeah, they're like the uh, the Swedish version of um, the Baldwin's. <laughs> Aye, yeah. Only good. Um. <coughs> What else are you watching? We said that. Uh, and then the other thing, the last thing I watched uh, this week, uh, and it took me three days to watch. I still know there's one other thing. It was the G word with Adam Conover, which is uh, Barack Obama's produced this documentary about how government works. Oh, right. Okay. I think I did hear about this. And it's quite interesting, but I did a fact check on the first episode and found out it was all lies. So after that, I'm like, hmm. 
because <laughs> they, they go to this uh, Cargill meat packing plant and it's all about um, the US Food and Drug Administration, USDA, yeah, <coughs> USDA are there on site checking stuff, which is what I think they should be doing. They should be going in there, they're going into meat packing plants, they make sure that they're not, you know, spitting the food and, you know, whatever it is. They're not putting any foreign objects in there. It's just meat that goes into the, 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 the boxes and they send them away. Turns out that was one of the plants that they lobbied for to get the USDA agents out of there. <laughs> so they now self-regulate, which I think is a terrible idea because that's what that's how we ended up with the USDA in the first place or how the Americans ended up with the USDA in, in the first place. Anyway, um. Uh, uh, so I was a bit kind of, and I don't really like that I, Adam Conover as well. I think I think he's a bit smarmy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one I watched was uh, the Ghislaine Maxwell story. Oh, what's that one? Grim viewing, um, Netflix. Uh, it's mm-hmm. not good. Uh, I I don't know what I thought it was going to be, but uh, it obviously takes the takes the side of of the victims and talks to them a lot. I thought if you're going to call it the Ghislaine Maxwell story, maybe talk about how Ghislaine Maxwell became the person that she became. That might be an interesting story. Um, but I guess I'll have to wait for the biopic for that. So uh, they, they touch on it very... Like I, I thought it was going to be the whole thing about the scandal about her dad and all that kind of stuff. And It's not like the home life and things. And they mention it briefly and... and I don't really know if it, if that means it's not important or if it's like she's the one like if you know what's the cause of 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 her decisions later on in life like I, I kind of wanted to get to the bottom of it um, and this was not the documentary for that it was it was more right. about the, the the crimes of of uh, what's his face um, Epstein Epstein yeah so bit of a disappointment. Honest, mm-hmm. all right. Um, and that's it. Fair enough. That was my viewing this week. Uh-huh. An eclectic lot, yeah. I tend to something there, something there for everyone, yeah. I would say that oh. Wednesday in Guardians of the Galaxy is probably the, the one for the everyone can watch. Uh, the recommendations. I, I was, oh, um, you've got a show and tell. Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, just before I do my show and tell, I was trying to watch. The new Transformers cartoon on Paramount Plus. All right, it looks okay. pretty good, and it looks like the animation looks pretty decent. But I was trying to watch an episode tonight before we come on here, but mm-hmm. couldn't get around to it. But I'll probably um, watch that because uh, I'm a celebrity still on, and everyone's still upstairs in the bedroom watching it. So yeah. I'll try and huddled around the campfire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get this show and tell on the road. So oh, it's arrived. Fox? Mm-hmm. This arrived the other day. Hold on a minute. Uh, why can't I get this working? That's yeah, you had it. You had it. There you go. Edit and I screwed it up royally. So oh. I know what it is, and you probably know what it is. So this is. Oh, I do know what it is. Yeah, that this is, is the prototype. The prototype armor. Uh, for Boba Fett, and it is titled Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back Boba Fett Prototype Armor. So I'm gonna attempt, you can just see it there. Yeah, it's very, very cool. And I've got a, a, 
I've got a white Darth Vader. It's the um, uh, and I'm going to set him alongside the white Darth Vader. But it looks absolutely stunning. Oh, and I'm great, an opener. Yeah. I'm an opener, and this will. I got this in a Black Friday sale, mm-hmm. so it was about twenty twenty one quid delivered. Well, that's good. Which is pretty de- pretty decent, and I get the impression that this is not an easy not an easy figure to get. Yeah, I don't think um, I've never seen it before. <laughs> Did they not so, give away the there was there was one years and years ago? I'm talking about like they gave away the the three and three quarter inch one. Uh, if you collected all the the Boba Fett but, buttons on the side of boxes. I think if you sent them in, you got the the three and three quarter inch figure. I seem to remember that being the deal of, of Boba Fett, of the prototype. Yeah, but that was like mm. I'm talking forty years ago. That mm, I don't know. I don't mm. think. I don't think. I don't think so. Okay. I've, you know all the all the websites I'm part of and and see. I've never seen like a three and three quarter inch. You know prototype. Have you ever seen the footage yeah. of um you seen that black and white footage? Yeah. When they're, they're talking about it like that. Um so Alright, so that's my that's what we show and tell. Oh there is a, there is a there is a Boba Fett one. Um Is it what three and three quarter inch? Three and three in quarter white. inch uh in Ooh, white. Yeah. Send me the link. Send me the um, link. It's uh <sighs> That sounds like it would cost a small fortune. Yeah. Uh, what's it there? No, that's Black Series. That's yeah, that's, that's Black, Black Series though. Yeah. Which I mean, is thirteen bucks. That's six inches. It says six inches, but it says three point seven five in size. What is going on here? Hmm. Yeah, no, that's all these. Oh, there you go. So there's another one. There's a there's a Boba Fett in disguise. Oh, oh I think maybe I have seen that before. That looks beautiful. That's that a thing of beauty. Prototype armor. So anyway, that is, this is damaged. One hundred percent getting opened. That's uh, eighty bucks for that three and three quarter inch. Right. <laughs> That's awesome, by the way. That's really nice. That the the uh, I know. Series was was that twelve inches? No, six. Uh, six inch. And, six inch. Uh, like I say, I, I would imagine that would be. I think that's been out for a wee while. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was twenty-one quid delivered. I remember the uh, the, the they used to do a twelve-inch Boba Fett one. Uh, again, forty years ago, and oh. it had it had the Wookie, um, things tied into Help. his. Yeah, the Wikipedia and stuff and his cape and all that kind of like it was proper cloth and everything. It was like super expensive at the time. Um I mean you're talking like the figures when they came out were like a pound each, which I think is about eight pounds in today's money. It's mm-hmm. quite expensive. Um uh, but yeah, it was like a pound uh, each for those things, but the the twelve inch figure was like stupidly expensive. Uh, and it, incredible. Yeah. But yeah, that's awesome. So, and you get the the white the the white Vader. That's the same. Height I've got as white Vader, one. and uh, yeah, it's the same. It's a Black Series one, nice. and it comes from a line of the Black Series called in the uh, the Infinity Saga, which is oh, the okay. if you are a Marvel fan, it would be the What If 
to the Infinity Saga okay. is what if um, Luke was the Sith Lord and Darth? Oh, Vader was a good. You know, Vader was a good. Oh, yeah. So okay. I, I'll put him alongside that. Cool. So hey, nice. That's me. I'm done. Cool. Well, uh, if you liked what you saw so far, uh, we invite you to smash the old like button and share. Comment below. Um, we really do appreciate uh, all these things. And if you want timely reminders when we put up a new video, like for example, this Tuesday we are doing our episode twelve watch along with Andor, uh, then hit the old subscribe button, notification bell, and you'll get timely reminders of when we put a new video up. But other than that, I think uh, I think that's everything from from us. And we'll catch you in the mm -hmm. next one. Bye. -bye.